This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration has officially kick-started the process to issue a new Waters of the U.S. rule. The news came today by way of a court filing seeking to remand the Trump-era rule back to the Environmental Protection Agency rather than continuing a legal battle over it. The EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers say they plan to initiate a new rulemaking process on the matter. EPA Administrator Michael Regan was on Capitol Hill this morning prior to the news being released. He says the agency can pull from previous WOTUS issues to determine its approach. We are evaluating the path forward because we believe that we've got some lessons learned from previous actions. We look at some of the complexities that you've referenced and many have referenced in the Obama rule. We're looking at what I believe to be an abdication of some responsibilities for water quality protection under the current rule. There are lessons learned for both. Regan says he plans to speak to a wide variety of stakeholders during the rewrite process, including voices from agriculture. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. The National Pork Producers Council is pushing for federal action on line speeds. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. National Pork Producers Council officials say there is a middle ground to be reached on pork processing line speeds. Speaking at World Pork Expo in Des Moines, NPPC's Nick Giordano says the USDA should extend the 90-day stay currently in place. Audios courtesy of the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. We're looking at a June 29th date for the expiration of of the stay, and uh, we would like USDA to support that motion. As I said before, there's room for the parties to make an agreement. We care deeply about worker safety, both on farm and in the plant, and the data do not, I repeat, do not suggest a problem with worker safety. On May 26th, USDA notified processing plants that they should prepare to revert to a maximum line speed of 1,106 head per hour on June 30th. The United Food and Commercial Workers International Union supports USDA's actions, arguing higher line speeds put factory workers at risk. NPPC is asking the Department of Agriculture to join an appeal to overturn the March court ruling requiring pork processing plants to run at slower line speeds. But Agriculture Secretary Tom Bilsack told reporters Tuesday that decision lies with the Solicitor General, not USDA. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the Department of Agriculture is still deliberating on the best approach to allocate about $4 billion in funding for the food system. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack held a call with stakeholders on the subject this afternoon. National Cattlemen's Beef Association CEO Colin Woodall left the conversation encouraged by the focus the administration looks to be putting on increasing processing capacity. Woodall tells reporters NCBA wants to see money offered directly to facilities looking to make that happen. And from our point of view, what is going to be the most use is going to be grant monies, loans, direct cash to entities, individuals that want to either expand their small local regional plants or to build new local regional plants. But he says those expansions and construction projects will take time. Woodall says in the short term, the industry needs the administration's help in getting workers back into existing facilities. 
if we could just run at 100% capacity and be able to kill anywhere from 665 to 670,000 head of cattle a week, that would make a huge impact. We believe make a huge impact in uh, in cattle prices and also make sure that we can keep the, the beef case full. Specifically, what all said the political asylum program shut down by the Trump administration would be helpful for packing plants. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The estate tax forced a teenage Anne Margaret Hughes to choose between her college savings and saving the farm. Unless Congress eliminates the estate tax or at least makes a higher exemption permanent, many more farm families will be forced to do the same. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.